0: Hello my friends, Nick Labretti here for JR Cigars and here at JR, we are passionate about everything. You want cigars? We're passionate about Romeo, Monte Cristo, aging room. are passionate about cigar cutters, lighters. We have everything. We are passionate about life here at JR Cigars and only here at JR Cigars. Did, did we get it? I'm not sure. What do you mean you're not sure? I'm out here busting my hump. I got Mike Guy in here. Get this freaking camera out of the
1: way. At JR Cigars, we're passionate about everything.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, here we are. It's a Friday night. It is the last episode of Smoke Night Live for the whole year 2022. Jordan, can you believe? Holy Can you believe cow. it's over, my friend? Yes. You can?
0: Yeah. This happens every year. <laughs> it, does, it, does,
2: <laughs> it does seem to happen that, that way. Uh, we got a great show. We got a... Uh, a, a perfect way to round out the year. I can't wait to bring on our guests. But before we get there, you guys, you're going to have a chance to win tonight. And I'm going to tell you this early because I want you to think about your answers. Think about what you're going to post. So tonight we are giving away a full box of the Dojo Undercrown Sun Grown Dogma. It's 24 cigars in there. This is the brand new one from 2022, as you can see, just released Ooh, and yeah. so you are going to want to get your hands on this so we're going to be giving it away to somebody that is participating on this show tonight at the end of the show yes we will pick a winner so here's what you got to do you, first of all remember the hashtag the hashtag uh, hello terrence riley the hashtag is Ooh. um the hashtag is hashtag resolution and that way jordan can find all the good uh, entries. So all you got to do is is post a good creative resolution. It could be cigar related. It could be dojo related. It could be life related. whatever. Some something good. Something creative. Something uh, possibly funny uh, to catch our attention. Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, be creative, um, and then we'll pick out like five or six of those uh, entries as the show goes on, and then at the end of the show. Our guest will pick uh, one of these to be one of those resolution uh, entries to be a winner, and you will get a box of sun-grown dogma. Jordan, there was some controversy on the dojo verse. Did you
0: see John Caro's comment?
2: What did he say? Good evening, dojo. Ah, John, you're you're on to what I was just about to say. There was some controversy on the dojo verse this week. So yesterday the the word enjoy became a naughty word and it was banned <laughs> for 24 straight hours. Because here's what happened Dojo, Dojo, I love you guys. I do. The Dojo versus the greatest cigar community ever to to grace this beautiful planet that we live on. But by the way, please like and share and subscribe to the show. It really does help a lot. But there it, it, I think sometimes it gets easy to just copy and paste the word enjoy like for ev- to every post. And yesterday, our good buddy Eric Bay from Black Star Line Cigars. He po- he checks into a cigar. I won't say what cigar it is cuz I don't want to embarrass the cigar company. But he checks into a cigar, Jordan. Yes. And he's he gives it the thumbs down. Didn't like he it. He didn't like it. He didn't like it. So, but there was like four or five dudes right in a row that just said enjoy, 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 enjoy. And I was like, "Guys, you got to you got to look. You got to look at the post. You got to Add some relevant content. Why didn't you like it, Eric? That's a good cigar. Man, there's
0: not too many thumbs down, so that actually would be an interesting conversation. Like, Again, what, yeah, what happened.
2: Think about it. Make your make your, if if all you're gonna do is just respond, just click like and then move on. Right? You don't you don't need to say enjoy. That doesn't it doesn't help further any of the conversation. Enjoy. So yourself. thank you, Jordan. By the way, uh, rest in peace, Terry Hall of the Specials. Um, but guys, uh, so. Yesterday, I decided to make a point. I would make the word enjoy a dirty word. And so that's why, if you noticed yesterday, if you posted the word enjoy, it got uh, it got censored. So, uh, And I'm going to do that. Ev- I- I'm going to for sure do it every December 29th. It's going to be the great uh, enjoy apocalypse every year. It's just, I'm just going to wipe out that word every December 29th. <laughs> Maybe some other days, too. I don't know, Jordan. We'll see how it goes.
0: Enjoy day.
2: It's going to be enjoy day or or in, you know, whatever day. <laughs> yeah. In, beep day. But uh, all's I'm asking you, Dojo, make your responses relevant. Ta- let's get some conversation going, man. You don't want to just copy and paste the word enjoy 500 times. Who, who likes that? Anyways, um, it it is the holiday season. This is the last show of 2022. And as you may or may not know. Um our, our Cigar of the Year awards are coming up in two weeks. Not next Friday, but the Friday after will be our big Cigar of the Year announcement. Where we, do, we do it live every year. We do, some, uh, we do some announcements, Jordan, leading up, right? Every day we do some announcements. Yes,
0: from Monday to Thursday there's like one, yeah. one or two a day.
2: But then we go the extra mile, which is we, 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 we go ahead and throw away some web juice by just announcing it live. On the air. So we'll do that. That's the 13th. Web juice. Some web juice. You ever heard of that?
0: I've never heard it. I love it.
2: Hashtag web Web juice. Um, But anyways, uh, if you may or may not know, last year was a huge year for our guest, which we're going to bring on in a second. Last year, the Otego Elegancia. This is a 2021, which I'm going to smoke on this show. This was our cigar of the year. And let me tell you. I've never felt so strongly about a Cigar of the Year as I felt this cigar. I love this cigar. If you hadn't ha- if you haven't had a chance to try it, um, it is absolutely phenomenal. And not only that, the Generoso, phenomenal. which is the sister cigar to this, uh, one number three. Now, you might be saying, oh, come on. You guys gave a, a number one and a number three to the same, essentially the same cigar. These are not the same cigars. We'll talk about this later. Two different countries. Two different factories. Two different factories. Two different countries. They're completely different. And that's why they were eligible in the way that they were. And not only that, to add to all of what I've just said, the brand of the year last year was Ferriotago. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Smoke Night Live. Welcome back to Smoke Night Live. Michael Herklotz of Ferriotago. Michael, how are you doing, my friend?
3: What are you going to do? What are you going to (laughs) do? What's happening?
2: oh man i'm so pumped to have you on this special show this this year-end show brother this is it man 2022
0: i'm so
3: pumped i am so pumped that you guys snuck me in uh i I, it would have been a it would have been a real loss had i not been able to spend some time with you this year so i really appreciate it
2: how uh i mean we'll, we'll get into um you know the fact that you won all these crazy awards from us but just in general uh in your life, how was uh, how was twenty twenty two for
3: you? How did it go? It was great. It was great. It was a very busy year. Um, it was the first full year for Ferio so it was a lot of firsts. Um, uh, it was you know getting back on the road, traveling, um, visiting stores, hosting events, doing trade shows. All now as a as a brand owner, and uh, it's just been so much fun. And uh, a lot of work, but but worth it. It's it's been great. It's been great.
2: And then that led right on into uh, this year's holiday,
3: uh, Christmas. How was your Christmas? What'd you guys do? What would the family do? It was it was low key. Um, we stayed put. We actually traveled up to Buffalo uh, for Thanksgiving, uh, which is where my wife's family is from. And, uh, Sorry. and so we stayed put for Christmas, which was very nice. Actually worked out great because Buffalo got about 400 feet of snow. <laughs> and, um, and, uh, so I don't think we, we, we couldn't have gone even if we wanted to. Um, uh, and so it was just very laid back, just our family. My folks just came and, uh, spent a couple of days this week, but, uh, it was, it was so nice to just kind of check out a little and hang out with my family and just chill and smoke and drink and uh you know generally fuck off.
2: <laughs> now, I'm glad that you said Buffalo because it I, we would be remiss if we didn't show the studio audience Jordan.
0: Studio. That, audience. Look, we got we got uh, yes. Matt right there in his, in his let's
2: go. in his Bills gear. Go Bills. He's 100%. <laughs> look at who's back in studio. It's Quinn Quinn the Eskimo. What is going on, Quinn?
1: I had to come out of the swamp once a year, and this (laughs) is that time. Yeah, baby. We're so glad to
2: have you. Scotty, I hope you're having a fantastic holiday season.
1: Oh, wonderful, wonderful. It's been a hell of a year, so I'm just happy and enjoying every minute of it.
2: Well, we're glad that you're here. Connor, uh, glad to have you in studio, my friend. How are you doing, brother? Thank you. I'm doing good. Uh, I ditto what Scott said. By the way, look at those legs. Uh, yeah, look at those. Uh, all <laughs> right, change that camera, Jordan. puts Jordan, pixelate that. Jeez. That
1: is the Colorado boy uniform right there. <laughs> Pix- pixelate Fuddy that. Shorts. Yeah. This um, is two is. feet of snow out two there. Two feet of snow outside. That's and he's what it
2: is. in shorts. By the way, uh, Michael, um, before the show, Connor brought over a. Uh, he brought over four containers of of bourbon, and they were all containers. containers.
1: You,
0: you know,
2: like uh, like little. Um,
0: Cool containers, cool
2: little containers, <laughs> and we had, to, uh, yes. we had to we had to go through each bourbon and try to uh, you know guess which one was the best. It was a lot of fun. Thank you, Connor, for that. That was that was a blast. But needless to say, we're we're so all what you're getting... saying
3: is you're all rocked already. Yes, exactly. Yes,
2: <laughs> a keech. That's what I'm getting to. This That's is
3: what the greatest, greatest night man. of our life.
2: <laughs> all right, let's get right into it, uh, Michael. Last year started off with a bang. Uh, 2022 January. Mid January, Barry Otega wins Cigar of the Year. Did that take you by did it change surpri- your life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that. But did it take you by surprise? Were you prepared? Did you think that anybody was going to notice or have it? Um, you know, because a lot of companies they'll wait a couple years. A lot of cigar media guys. We're, that's not what we do. We are. That's the year 2022. This year will be 2020. Uh, this year will be 2022. Last year was 2021. We only pick from that year. So did that sort of take you by surprise when you heard that announcement?
3: I, I listened live to the, to the last five. I was out for, um, for dinner with my family, if I recall that night. And, um, we, we came back and I, I, it, it occurred to me that it was like this final countdown show. And so I, I just kind of put it on as I was kind of walking around and, um, I was, going back to see if we had, if we had anything prior, we hadn't. Um, but my recollection of enjoying those cigars on the show, uh, was that you, you both really enjoyed, um, the, the blend that you had, uh, each. I mean, you had the Elegancia, Jordan had the, uh, Generoso. And so I remember that there was great enthusiasm and debate about which one could have been better. So I was hopeful that we would make it. And so when we got into number five and number four, having not been included, um, I was pretty disappointed. But then (laughs) when Generoso came, my wife happened to be in the kitchen and I was like, holy shit, Generoso just got number three. And, uh, And she's like, what does that mean? And I was like, I don't know, because I know... That Eric loved the Elegancia, but there's no way that you can do two. I mean, that's bonkers. So I was super stoked that, that Generoso got number three. And I figured, well, it, maybe you guys smoked it later and, and changed your mind. And then number two was number two. And then number one, when it was Elegancia, I really, um, it was a very exciting and honestly emotional evening for me. Because it was just, um, it was it was validation, Terrence Riley, of <laughs> of all of go. all the work, and, and the fact that, that the two experiences were recognized as being so distinctly different that that they can live um, in the same kind of universe by being recognized that they are just completely different cigars. Entirely, right? Uh, and it was it was just awesome. And then you add to that, obviously, brand of the year, and uh, it was a it was truly a, a a very very exciting evening.
2: Well, now I mean that's the thing, like Jordan, um, you know, I, I, we rarely ever have two. I mean, you know, like basically essentially the same cigars, but they're not. That's why it was right. it was an exception because of the fact that they are to completely different cigars now by the way just so you know it's not just jordan and i that um vote on these things michael and this is going to give you some this is going to give you some more uh love here is there's we have a whole panel and the elegancia was the i mean other than jordan i think jordan had the generoso number one but other than that like the elegancia was the hands down pick of the entire panel there's you know five six of us uh uh guys that write reviews for us you got Kevin Acuff you got Randy you got um Chad like, like there's a sev- there's a whole panel of guys so this being number 1 when a cigar gets you know number 1 on the dojo and we don't do like a, a list of 3 it's just 10 so you know if you're making that 10 you, all 10 of these cigars are going to be really really good and if I if I remember correctly Jordan the uh underground 10 was number 2 right yes which is if absolutely Phenomenal Maduro. Phenomenal. So what's cool about that, Michael, is we had a Connecticut, a Maduro, and a Habano. Like, boom, boom, boom. One, two, three. All of, you know, those are the classic, you know, that wrapped cigars. And they were all all three of those cigars. In, in, in any other year could have theoretically been a number one. I mean.
0: So you should have delayed I, the, the Generoso for another year, and you could have got <laughs> two of them. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Well, we, we launched the 22. So who knows what happens? Yeah. Um, I, I, I had this, this, this conversation with someone recently and I was trying to explain, you know, someone was having, there was a debate between which one was better, the elegantio or, or the generoso. And I said, it, it's you, you can't compare, say, uh, the, the best fish dish you've ever had versus the best steak mm. you've ever had. Right. Because they're just, they're, they're completely different categories. And, um, and so that really was the approach here, uh, obviously inspired by wine, as we've talked about in the past, but, um, to the, the Generoso perhaps is a bit more mainstream. Um, although I, I would like to think that it's more, a bit more complex and nuanced than uh, than just a, a mainstream full body cigar. Um, but to... To achieve the body and the and the complexity and the flavor in Elegancia, but still have it be a a shade wrapped blend, um, you know, is really a it's a it's a huge point of pride for me, and it's something that we spend a lot of time now making sure that we're we're maintaining thoughtfully. Um, but yeah, it's I'm I'm starting with the Elegance. I actually I I came out early. Just to get started on the elegancia, because I was also excited to smoke a generoso tonight. So I'm going to burn through both, which may be <laughs> ridiculous, but what are you going to do? I mean, do you I got do? In, uh, you we're going to spend some time together. But I, I, I really appreciate that recognition, man.
2: Now, uh, the approach going into subsequent years is something that I think a lot of our viewers are interested in. So you're, you put the sort of the age statement, let's call it the age statement, uh, yeah. as a foot band on each one. Uh, obviously, last year uh, we awarded the 2021, and this year now the 2022s have been out. So going into each year, it's a little different than your typical cigar that you produce every year. What What is it that you're looking to achieve each year uh, with each sort of age statement, if we are to call it that? I, I keep trying
3: to perfect um, my explanation of this. So let me try again. All right. When, let's take Timeless, for example. Timeless Prestige, we make throughout the year. And every production is replicated to the very last production, which was replicated to the production before It. So that way, every time you light up a Timeless Prestige, it is um, uh, as the same as it can possibly be. uh, Unrecognizably different. Uh, and that's the that's the the core philosophy of non-vintage products, particularly handmade premium cigars. For Ferriotego, Elegancia, and Generoso, we are replicating the original experience of um, what I would call the the, the final okay. sample, the the essence of what Elegancia is and the essence of what Generoso is, meaning that. As I, Like right now, we, we just finished the 23s um, last quarter. We weren't smoking the 23s against the 22s to try and replicate that exact experience. We were smoking them against the description and tasting notes and, and style and personality of the original. Now, if we're doing it right it will come out the same. But we're also allowing for the ability to kind of it's almost like going back into the studio and re-recording your your hit song. And not necessarily uh, replicating every solo, not necessarily the exact same tempo. But if you if you just sit down and listen to the song, the song's the same. You know, you know all the parts. You know the form. You know everything about it. But if you really pay attention, it, there there could be some minor minor nuances that allow each performance, let's say, to to be a bit unique. Um, that's like in wine. Now, obviously, in wine, it's a hundred percent of of that year in the bottle. That's not the case here. Um, but the idea for the winemaker is their Chardonnay is the same every year, but it's the best they can do with whatever God gave them that year in the vineyard. And so the style is the same. The, the approach may be different to achieve the same style. And ultimately, you have some years that are, are maybe creamier or oakier or whatever. Um, but that's really what we're trying to do with these two particular expressions is, is to we make them once. And we make enough that will hopefully last until the next uh, annual release. Right.
2: So, uh, for is that me, at all more helpful than yeah, the no, description, no. or
3: is that the same? As, okay. No,
2: I, I think that was really good. I, I, I get what you're saying, and um, I think it makes a ton of sense, especially um, in light of the fact that you just make it the one time each year. It's not like in constant production where, you're like you said, you're sort of like. Um, you know over almost overlapping to make sure that they're all identical. These are it's it's one shot each year. You're trying to make the the most amazing blend for that particular cigar each year. One shot, one And clear. I don't I don't <laughs> no, ever I don't want that. there to be a case
3: <laughs> where 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 someone lights up an Elegancia and expects something completely different or even worse experiences something completely different. They they really are intended to be the same, but the approach is just slightly different.
2: Mm. All right. Um, now, for fans of the Elegancia and the Generoso in 2021, uh, are there a th- is there a thing or two that, that you could describe about the 20? 20... I, I get the years mixed up. The 2022s compared to the 2021s. On um, either one of those, that you that you that you notice yourself when you're smoking. Them?
3: Early on, I felt that the the 22 just had a bit more honey mm. to it. Um that seems to have kind of mellowed out a touch over the last few months. So I find the 22, which I'm smoking now, um, to really be right in line with my experience from the from the 2021. Um, and the generoso, um, n- uh, maybe a touch more herbaceous in the 22 versus the 21. Um, and, you know, I've smoked them side by side just for my own kind of exploration of it, um, you know, and and they are much closer when I actually smoke them side by side than I think um, mm. how it was just tasting from memory. Right. Um, so, you know, I, I loved the 21s, I love the 22s, and the 23s are, are going to be great. Now,
2: uh, these are both made at two different factories. Uh, so the Elegancia at uh, Quesada, the Generoso at Placencia. Talk about, uh, is the process different working with the two factories when you go down and, 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 and blend these? Is the, you know, literally the, the actual physical process when you're down there with those guys, is it, a, is it a completely different thing or is it kind of the same or how does that work for you when you're at each different factory? Uh,
3: so the, the process is the same let's say from Generoso to Supreme, Panamericana, and Metropolitan Habano. So th- there's no approach to Generoso working with Plasencia that is different than working with Plasencia on other projects, Sure. Um, and, and the same with Quesada. But they certainly have their own styles, they have their own um, uh, resources, and, and so for example, with, with Placentia, they obviously grow a tremendous amount of tobacco. So there's a lot of room to play in their uh, pantry uh, as far as what available ingredients are there and available at any moment. With Casada, they grow less and they're a little more regionally specific. So the ability to just just go mad scientist and play around is sometimes a bit more limited with Quesada, um, and so then there's a bit more sourcing that we would have to do if we really wanted to play around. With Elegancia and Generoso specifically, these both use tobaccos that are in the pantry, so to speak. So, um, you know, it's really a matter of firing up new versions of same blend and and replicating and fine-tuning and polishing and then approving. Right. But th- thankfully, they're they're both incredible partners who have been, you know, uh, just, just so supportive of this whole project, um, that, uh, it's, it's been, it's been a real treat to continue to work with them.
2: Now, uh, Jordan, I know you're going to want to comment on this one, but, uh, so, so Michael, one of the things that's super exciting about, in my opinion, the Elegancia is, um, and you don't have to comment on this first part that I'm going to say, but, um, For a long time, there was a time there where we sort of were like had our doubts about where Quesada was going, you know, like uh, it seemed like, you know, maybe they had sort of lost their way in the marketplace a bit. Um, But when the Elegancia came back, both Jordan and I were like, "Okay, this this is where Quesada is good, like this particular uh, type of cigar. And then this year uh, they released the Casa Magna Connecticut, which, Jordan, we've been in that cigar. It's
0: insane. It, it, it is.
2: It's an inexpensive, um, absolutely phenomenal Connecticut. In fact, Custard. I, I had one before the show tonight. I've had one almost every day. Every day in the studio that that I've been in and for the last couple of weeks. But there's something about uh, Quesada Connecticut's. When they hit them, they really, they really do that type of cigar well, Michael. And the Elegancia is just like the pinnacle of of that, uh, Quesada blend. And it kind of feels like I'm, I'm, this is, this isn't going to be fair to Quesada, but it kind of feels to, in my opinion, just in my little sphere in my head, I I feel like this elegancia really sort of brought Quesada back in my mind as, as like a powerhouse, man. And so I want to thank, thank you for that. And it just, I don't know how you feel about what I just said, but, uh, it just does seem like Quesada can really make a killer
3: Connecticut. I think, um, it's funny. I went back and and rewatched our last show, um, just to kind of refamiliarize myself with what we already covered and and make sure I don't repeat. Um, but I was we had this conversation in the last show last year, um, and See, I should have went the analogy back. I should have <laughs> went back and watched the show. No,
2: you did more well, show but, research than I did. Don't tell them. <laughs> but I,
3: I I I gave the analogy that um, you know when you want to rebuild a foundation you can't do that under the existing house you you need to dismantle and then you need to dig deeper Ooh, right. and you need to build strong and then and so while that work is being done it's all being done underground and so if you're just driving by on the street you may not see all the work that's happening in the pit to build that foundation but once you start to see the work come out under the ground from the ground um, then that's when you can really measure uh success, let's say. Uh Quesada has always been a a top top producer. Um they're obviously a a, a smaller operation, let's say, compared to Placentia or sure. or even others in, in DR. But they are they are uh unapologetic when it comes to attention to detail and quality, um, and uh and so you know, I'm excited that that our halo of excitement over the last year um, has offered some additional shine and attention to the great work that they already do. Uh, and I think your your comments about Quesada, Connecticut, uh, are are spot on. But then look at the Manolo seventy fifth and and. Some of the fuller-bodied stuff that I don't know if you had a chance to to have the timeless ten years oh, yeah, limited oh, yeah. edition. That's certainly pushing the the other side. It is not an elegancia style. In fact, it's right. almost more a generoso style, um, but being done there. Uh, you know, I, I can tell you we've got some really cool stuff in the pipeline mm. um, coming from them, and uh, and I think they're they're all just. Uh, they're great. They're, you know, when you, when you work with a family, when you work with a company that is family owned, where they can thoughtfully invest in the things that matter most, that's where you net out great, great quality products and top of the line consistency. And you know, the, the Casadas surely invest in their, their leaf, their processing, and then their people To make sure that not only is the leaf good but then those who are working with the leaf are doing it thoughtfully and the right way and consistently uh you know you you have to you have to do it all well you can't just do a little well and they do
2: yeah no doubt about that um all right folks uh we are gonna uh do a commercial break and when we get back So uh, don't forget to... I've seen some resolutions already coming in. Jordan, are you taking a peek at those? Yes, sir. Um, So again, uh, if you do hashtag resolution and you post your creative 2023... Jeez, it's amazing. 2023 uh, resolution, you have a chance to win this box of sun-grown dogmas. But when we come back from commercial, we are going to do a a little experiment uh, with Michael. Uh, It's sort of a, a way to maybe predict some of the future and so we're going to do a fill in the blanks segment when we come back from commercial but before that ladies and gentlemen just remember that this show is sponsored by jr cigars one of the world's largest online cigar stores jr's inventory ranges from everyday bundled cigars to incredibly high-end boxes plus a large selection of cigar accessories. Enjoy the best prices on your favorite brands such as Romeo, Irueta, Monte Cristo, Crown Heads, Davidoff, and many more. Make sure to try their exclusive line such as the Drew Estate Nightshade or the limited edition Cigar Dojo 10th Anniversary Champagne by Perdomo. Celebrate over 50 years of excellence stock up on your favorite cigars today this is episode 362 of smoke night live it's the last smoke night live of the year it's friday night herf we're gonna be hanging out on the dojoverse all night long but we are chatting right now with michael herklotz very otego michael thank you so much for joining us on this friday night my friends
3: I'm so happy to be here. I should also point out, since uh, they are a sponsor, that JR also came out with their most recent uh, top 25 list, where the Elegancia 2022 was just recognized as the number two cigar wow. of the year. So, very That's exciting. Impressive. uh yeah. soon. Yes. yes.
1: Yes.
2: Nick Libretti does a great job. Uh, he does a great job putting that list together. By the way, that was a really good list. That was a solid list. Um, so congratulations. It was on, solid. Yeah, congratulations on that, Michael. So we, uh, the first half of the show, we were chatting about uh Firo Tego. We chatted. The, the, uh, this beautiful cigar that I'm smoking, if you haven't had a chance. By the way, Scotty. Scotty, real quick, go to Scotty.
0: Scotting. Yeah. Scotty. Yes, you, sir.
2: you have one of the greatest mobile lounges on the any hemisphere of the planet, Thank pretty you, much. All mean, the coasts. Never get all, tired all, of hearing that. Yeah. Any. So. Any. Right. It is. It is an amazing mobile lounge, and I remember you. You c- contemplating bring in uh, the Ferio take, and you weren't sure. Like, okay, this is kind of expensive for my yes, clientele. Yes, high end. It was
1: high end for what I normally my price points are. But
2: tell the folks how that went.
1: That went so insanely well that I am still trying to get my hands on the 22s. Yeah, because I they sold out by the box as fast as I could get them in. Wow! And Come on, Michael, I mean, hook them up. People, Jeez. <laughs> people didn't even sell. Michael, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. We have them. We have them in stock. Place the order.
2: Let's make it happen. Up.
1: We'll hook up. Yeah,
2: but but Scotty, that was kind of a, a bit of an eye opener for you yes, because it was. at the time you, it was really
1: it was yeah. one of those. I wasn't sure if somebody, if I really being a small mobile lounge, right? If I had that market for a, what I consider a super premium cigar, like the Elegancia, the Henoroso, stuff yeah. like that. So I brought it in, I brought in, you know, four boxes right out, you know, just to kind of see how things went. I'm All like, right. I love them. So I was like, well, if they don't sell, guess what I've got <laughs> Christmas to me. But I mean, literally guys, I mean, as soon as they saw them, they're like, oh yeah, I need two of those. I need three of those. Do uh, you have a box? You wow. know, it was just, I mean, yes. the response was overwhelming and I sold out of them. Instantly.
2: Wow, that's incredible.
1: Now, so Also,
0: Michael, yeah. audience comment Tiffany B says the Joel Sherman uh, 75th celebration was mm. an amazing Connecticut that deserves a revamp if possible.
2: Oh, what a great. Jordan, so that was do, our do luxury you, or our limited.
3: I think we do 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 want a little luxury. inside. Yeah. yeah. Do you want a little inside scoop? Yes. The Joel Sherman 75th blend was a tweak of the timeless Sterling. That blend was then used to expand the Sterling line into formats that exceeded a 46 ring gauge. So that cigar was 7.5 by 46. But if you buy a timeless Sterling Churchill, which is 7 by 48, it is the Joel Sherman 75th blend.
2: Oh! Wow.
3: There Look at that. Boom. See?
2: The more you know. The, the, we need that graphic. The more
0: you know. <laughs> I I know. Say,
3: <laughs> same, with the, same with the Robusto, by the way. Wow. same with the Robusto. Cool. Those both have the tweak that the Joel Sherman had, which allowed the Sterling blend, which in its original blend, we could not get it to work in formats above 46. It just, the, the, the balance was off. But we were able to do it in the Joel Sherman and then use that as the modification um, so that it it still smokes the way, let's say, a Sterling Mareva smokes, uh, but this tweak allows it to to perform... In that fifty ring gauge.
2: There you go, Tiffany. It. Tiffany, if you just ask and you you shall receive. Well, now I
0: gotta buy some of those. I'm yeah. an open book. Open yeah.
3: book.
2: That was an absolutely banger of a cigar. I, I remember. What did we give that, Jordan? That was one of our. I
0: thought it was luxury cigar of the year. It
2: might have been luxury cigar of the year that year. That was that was such a phenomenal, phenomenal smoke. It um, was a special project
3: too. Phenomenal. I mean, that was that was the first and only time that Mr. Sherman had his name on a cigar. Uh, and it we actually did it right after his uh his wife unfortunately passed away and my last conversation with Mrs. Sherman was uh about her saying to me when uh when will you do a cigar for JJ his nickname is JJ and uh after she passed away i immediately remembered that conversation and asked permission from the boys to spring into action and make it happen we did
2: wow That's a cool story. Um, All right, folks. So at the beginning of the show, um, we talked a lot about the year that was 2022. But a a year-end show is never complete unless you do some prognosticating about the year that is to come. And so we are going to do some prognosticating with Michael in the form of fill in the blanks. So this is how it works. Fill in those blanks! Woo! Thank you, Jordan. Jordan just comes up with... Hey, Jingle on the fly. Jordan comes up with jingles on the fly. So, And they're always oh. they're identical. Always identical. <laughs> always identical. As, a, as, as a music major, I'm yeah. very impressed.
3: Yeah. Anything you want, I All can right, do it like so, that.
2: So this is how it works. I'm going to say a sentence that will contain a blank in it. Michael, you will have to fill in that blank... And that will be sort of a prediction um, as the year is to come. So this is a, this. No, wait, wait, wait.
3: Is this yeah. is this like is this real serious industry stuff, or am I having fun here? I mean, it could or it go could be anything. It
2: could go either way. Now these blanks, okay. these blanks could theoretically be a single word. It could, could say be,
0: enjoy if you
2: want. <laughs> no, you can't say enjoy. <laughs> um, it could be a single word. It could be a couple of words. It could be three sentences if, if that's what you feel that that blank deserves. Uh, it, there's one that needs to be a number. Um, so it could be all of these types of things. And I know that we're going to be taking you off guard with these. So uh, feel free to ponder, and then we can discuss your um, your brilliant answer. Um, so I'm going to give you an easy one to start with, okay? okay. Here it goes. Um, fill in the blanks. Michael Hurt. Blank will be the hottest Cigar Vitola trend of 2023.
3: Cigar Vitola trend.
2: It seems like every year, Michael, there's some sort of trend happening where three, four, five companies all do the same thing. And it becomes like, okay, they just did that. They just did that. So is there maybe something this year in 2023 that will captivate as far as a uh, vitola goes,
3: I'm gonna say perfectos. Ooh. Ooh. I think oh. maybe maybe figurados as a broader category, but I think perfectos um, are going to start making their way back in for a couple reasons. Number one, um, there haven't been many, and so how do companies continue to grow and diversify their portfolio? There's only so many parejos one can make, so it would it would be logical to think that they would need to be shaped. But a perfecto also um, can sometimes support a, a, a higher price, and we know where pricing has gone. Uh, but it, it also it allows for a lot of complexity, and I think consumers today are are so much more uh, mature from a palette standpoint that that the experience of smoking a perfecto can, can be really, really engaging. So,
2: why, why do you, and maybe suppose, selfishly?
3: I'd like to see that.
2: Why, why so do you're you suppose you're it?
3: coming out with a perfecto?
2: <laughs> why, why do you suppose, Michael, you said, um, it allows for more complexity. What makes you say that? Explain that.
3: Well, it, it, it must. I mean, a, a straight sided cigar is the same ring gauge from foot to cap. And so that means that the ratio of wrapper to binder and filler doesn't change. So the only the only way for that story, the arc of that story, to be interesting and engaging is is dependent solely on the leaves being used, leaf position, style of of rolling, whether it's entubado or whatever. Um, how those leaves are positioned, and then how long the cigar is in order to allow for enough time for strength and complexity and things to sort of grow and, and build. But with a Perfecto specifically, the flavor must change with every puff because at the start, you're really only tasting wrapper and binder. And then with each puff, you are incorporating more filler in, right. into the, the smoke mix, into the flavor. And so, depending on what that blend is, particularly depending on what the wrapper is, um, you you get you get forced development with each puff, which I find exciting. I love Perfectos. You
2: know what? You just said something that's really interesting. And Jordan, I'm gonna see if maybe I'm wrong about this, but I would love to hear your answer, Michael. And uh, Jordan, you comment too, because me and Jordan have been to all the factories. We've seen you know all the cigars in production, and I can't remember Jordan. I I know people talk about this. You just said like leaf placement inside a parejo, like um, to to give it complexity, to change the story as you smoke the cigar. But I can't remember being at any factory where they talked ab- about that sort of leaf placement stuff. It's usually just a recipe of filler. But I know that happens. I know I'm, I'm I know what you're saying happens. I just I've never seen it in action. And so, do, does that talk about that? Like uh, we we want this extra Lihero just at the very end or at the very beginning or like and, and how do you make sure that that continues to happen when you're not there at the factory
3: I'll tell you this is a true story I was working on um, I'm trying to remember what blend it was it was with the Casadas and uh, I think I was still at Davidoff at the time so it, it wasn't anything for us but we were, we were really trying to it might have been the Casada 35th we were playing with with all these different tobaccos that they had never used to try and create a flavor that would be really unique from everything else that the factory had done which if you remember the Casada 35th I think it achieved that and we really wanted something to grab you in the beginning and uh, and so we started manipulating with when you when you put the bunch together of course you you tear off the end leaves and you dist- uh the end Pieces, let's say, you tear those off and you redistribute them within the bunch um, to help even out um, and account for the fact that the leaves themselves are odd shaped. Right. So if if you didn't do that, then every cigar would be a perfecto because you have the widest portion of the leaf, kind of all on top of each other, uh, in the middle, in the center of that, in, in the center of the bunch. So, we were playing with with manipulating the, that first third and so funny that we had this idea like let's put one piece of Lajero right at the foot mm. and see how it works and so we were so excited we we're like the smartest people in the room we came up with this amazing idea and then we smoked them and, and they smoked exactly the same and we're like what the what the fuck I mean this is like it doesn't make any sense it has to be different and it was are you a Christmas vacation fan yeah Okay, so remember when, uh, when Clark's wife is in the kitchen after failing to light the lights, and all of a sudden she goes, and then goes back out and flips the switch, right, and right, then right. everything happens? So what we realized was we were manipulating the foot, but then after you make the, the bunch, you put it in the mold, it goes into a press, then the wrapper is applied, when it's done it gets put up and then cut to size. Ah, <laughs> and that was so we a realized we kept we were, we were cutting the damn thing that we put there. Gotcha. So then we moved it back slightly and uh, and it worked. And it was wow. a very cool um, a very cool change just in that first inch to immediately grab you and then have it have it go <laughs> away. What cigar is that? Or are you not saying? I think it, I think we did that in the Casada 35th if I recall.
2: No, Jordan, just real quick, and then we'll move on to the next one. Do you do you remember seeing them do anything like that in any of the visits? That we... I,
0: I feel like they do that at all of them.
2: Really? I, I don't remember, like, them saying, like, okay, this just needs to be just here, that kind of a thing. Anyways, uh, interesting. That's a great story. Um, all right, we are playing Fill in the Blanks with Michael Herklotz. And uh, we took way too much time on on number one. That was my fault. (laughs) I apologize. Here we go. Uh, The next one is – here we go. The next celebrity to announce they are entering the cigar market will be blank with a cigar line called
3: blank. And if you need me to reread them, I will. Celebrity to enter the market. Like as an owner – yeah, so this year we uh, had a, we
2: had Guy Fieri, um, who was yeah. was was amazing for the industry this year. Uh, we had um, uh, the nice. guy from uh, Metallica. What's I'm, uh, well, his name is James Hetfield. James Hetfield, and we also had ah, okay. uh, last so year maybe not a owner Piven. but
3: associated.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, he's he's entering the the realm, the cigar industry. Oh, he's putting his face well, on it.
3: Let me tell you. I mean, I it's I think we can all agree. Joe Rogan has yeah. been. Tremendous for our industry. Yeah. Uh, and, and he obviously enjoys Nick Melillo's cigars an awful lot. Um, and I've seen him smoke some other stuff on there, but he seems to be quite loyal and fond of of Nick's cigars. But what I appreciate about what he is doing is he is clearly not uh, endorsing. He's clearly not, um, it's not his brand. It's just something that he is organically... Yeah. Uh, uh, amplifying and I think his enthusiasm for premium cigars is so valuable to the hobby and the culture of premium cigars um, it would be interesting if if that relationship grew closer mm. um, and more official I think right. That's the easiest one. I was otherwise I was going to say Bill Clinton, but like all the <laughs> what the you, jokes what you, were going too far in my head, yeah. too fast. And what so, do you
2: think? The, uh, what do you think the Joe Rogan line would be called? Can't be JRE.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's taken.
3: <laughs> that is a good. You know what? I would I would actually bet that he would let Nick. Name it. Yeah. Like if he does it with Nick, I I'll bet it it would be something that fits Nick's brand because what I love about Joe is he's so authentic. He's not a gimmicky guy, and so you know I don't think he would want to have some kind of gimmicky brand. I think he would want it to be authentic to the to the culture and the and the sort of halo brand.
2: Right.
3: I don't know what that would be, but I All think right. it would be so a foundation be or a SmackDown.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Um all right, here we go. Uh next one. Uh fill in the blanks. William Cigar Coop Cooper, one of my best buddies, will break the biggest story of twenty twenty three when he announces blank. <laughs>
3: um your friend and mine look he is going to announce. He is going to announce a self-imposed time limit <laughs> for his shows moving forward. And they they will not exceed two hours.
2: Oh my god, that is incredible. Oh uh,
0: <laughs>
2: two hours. That, That's still pretty generous. That it will that will be the biggest story of twenty twenty three if that happens, Michael. So
3: I mean it would be really Fundamental shift of forces.
2: There, there'll be. We'll we'll all, as as an entire industry, we'll all have so much extra time on our hands. What will we do? I think even just just
3: just the the, the, the the available bandwidth.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we, right. we discussed it amongst the group. We said the problem is, is he won't announce it until twenty twenty four because it's ah, not eligible. Right. Oh, oh, that's <laughs> a good point, Scotty.
2: Good point. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't meet the uh, re- requirement for twenty
3: twenty three. And it all depends on the press release. I mean, <laughs> if, if, you know, is he going to issue a press release? That's the big thing.
2: <laughs> oh, I love Coop. All right, next one. All right, uh, fill in the blanks. Cigar smokers will be surprised when blank acquires blank. Ooh! Mm.
1: <laughs>
2: We've had some big acquisitions in the last few years. Will there be a big one in 2023?
3: Well, I mean this there's a lot of risk in 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 answering this question. <laughs> right. Uh Well, I think um, I think Smoker Friendly is going to continue um, to grow their retail business Um, and now that they're really getting aggressive with their acquisitions um, I wonder if, if they would start really looking at um, premium premium stores. Mm. So far, they've they've kind of lived in their in the in the world that they know. Um, the
2: convenience store but, segment.
3: But but we know that that um, there is certainly a generation of uh, well established, well run premium cigar shops that are probably starting to think about an exit strategy. And if they don't have follow-up generations to carry on the family business, mm-hmm. uh, it would be interesting to see, particularly in the multi-store um, uh, landscape, it would be interesting to see if there's something for smoker-friendly to grab. But the other one that that pops up, which may also be controversial, but whatever, um, <laughs> is, is um Hmm. And oh. I, I wonder, you know, that's a, I don't know what kind of generational backup there is in that organization, but, you know, it's a, it's a pretty strong media presence that is omni-channel and, and multi-category. They got Wall Street, they got wine, they have cigars, uh, you know, I, that, that'd be a hell of a play for someone to scoop up.
0: Hmm. Now that you mentioned smoker friendly, we got guys asking you. Through. Coming out.
3: Rocky Mountain's got best. Yes. Oh, man, I hope so. I was so sad to, to miss it this year. I'm trying to remember what happened. Uh, oh, it was on my wife's birthday. Mm. And I had missed her birthday the year before for traveling, and I said I would not bring, do that again. Bring it Bring
2: her along. Bring her along.
3: Well, she can, ha- she you can know, hang out
2: with my wife. It's great. She a ball.
3: I, now our kids are, are, are at an age where they can start traveling and, and do this kind of stuff and have some fun, you know, where it's not just babysitting and sitting in a hotel so that that might be a nice trip
2: yeah that'd be great we'd love to have you all right next one fill in the blanks abe Debabna states that the 2024 great smoke will be blank themed so it, we had, <laughs> we, had uh, we have mardi gras coming up this year last that'd year was the uh last luau so that was our sort of tiki themed Um, what do you suppose Uh, he'll go with the year after this?
3: Who are the people who dress up like furry animals? (laughs) Furries? 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 Is that what it is? Yeah, I think so. Please. Yeah, it's going to be, well, I don't want to say that because now I got to think of what what costume he's going to put me in (laughs) to host. So maybe that's a bad, that might be a bad one. That might be a bad one, Michael. I mean, no.
2: If you were gonna be a furry, what
3: would you be? I don't know what what's what's available. What are my options?
2: Uh, you could be like I a mean, fox. You could be like a rabbit. You could be uh, I don't know. I don't know what they do. I don't
3: either. I don't know.
2: Uh, I, I think Michael would be a good. The only thing see him as like a like a fox. What was that? What was that? Uh, Wes Anderson movie.
3: Oh, fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah, I
2: kind of see him like that. Fantastic Mr. Fox.
3: Foxes yeah. usually dress up, right? I feel like the oh, fox right. characters always have a jacket on, maybe yeah. a tie, a cane, something like that. Yeah, yeah I think All so. Right. All right. I'll right, be the fox.
2: Let's go with that. All right, uh next one. But but what would Abe be? Oh, well he would have to be like a uh, Well, he he is losing, he's he's lost a lot of weight. He has lost a lot of weight.
3: <laughs> right? So let's I start with that. I don't You know what? It was hard enough seeing him and Saga in drag whatever it was 5, <laughs> 6 years ago. I don't know if I can handle seeing those guys as furries. <laughs> yeah,
2: <nah. laughs> yeah, that might be rough. Um, a manatee? I don't know. Oh, jeez. Just... Oh, you got to go there. I, I love manatee. They're, they're, the, they're the cutest animals in the world. All right. Um, I'm sorry. By the way, Abe's my—he's my—he's my best buddy. So I—he's I,
3: I, the sorry. best. By the way, yeah. the Great Smoke this year yes. is going to be epic. Oh yeah. And the the Great Smoke dinner on Friday is a Ferry dinner. So if there are still tickets available, which I'm not sure if there are, Red Meat Lovers Club, Friday night, and we are doing an exclusive cigar for the Great Smoke 2023. And if you come to the dinner, you will smoke that cigar that night and have the opportunity to buy it first. Well,
2: there you go. Excellent. I'm just saying. All kinds of breaking news tonight, Jordan. Breaking news. All right, next one. Fill in the blanks. Cigar Aficionado awards the blank Cigar of the Year. So this year uh, was a uh, Cuban, Um, right? Was it? What was it? Um, What? Nobody cares, Scott says. It was
3: was a Cuban. It was a Cuban.
0: Cuban. They do Cuban every three years. uh, (laughs) Every couple of years. (laughs) So then it can either be Fuente, Padron, or Oliva. Uh, Hey,
3: Michael. uh, Oh, I, I know it. It's going to be the Fuente Padron collab. No, that's it. That's absolutely it.
2: Assuming it comes out.
3: It's going to be that.
2: I don't know if that matters. I, I mean, I
0: think
3: they're going to do it anyway. They'll smoke it.
2: Yeah. Jordan, just, just real quick. I know we brought, this, we brought this up on the show last week, I think. But two two t- weeks ago. Tell Michael your theory. On, well, my um,
0: theory is, your theory. you know, this guys. Is a good theory, Michael. Guys always say that, it, you know, aficionado to get in the list, you have to. Have to advertise right I think it's more than that I think what's really going on here is this is like uh, an alumni of the 90s kind of situation where cigar aficionado comes about in the 90s it's all their boys right so if you want to get in you got to be Rocky Patel you got to be LFT you got to be now I know Padron and Fuente didn't come around in the 90s but they both released their most famous cigars so Opus X and the 1964 were both released in that time. You got to be Fuente. You got to be Padron. You can even be E.P. Carrillo because they discovered him in the '90s. So he's their boy. Uh, these are it's all it's all the class of the '90s. Wow. That's how you get into the top ten.
2: That is actually, if you go back and look, that's actually. I think that theory is, other than a couple of exceptions. Now
3: it, it holds. Now, what I'll low. tell you. First of all, the at the time Nat Sherman, Timeless, uh, what is now the Prestige Blend, the number two. Was the number ten CR of the year in two thousand twelve, and we never advertised, ever.
2: Right. This see this gets around and, that.
3: That gets around that. Yeah. And 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 the relationship between Nat Sherman and Shanken was not a good one either. Um, and yet we still scored, based on what I hope is the the merit of our cigars. Right. It is it is difficult though to ignore. The, um, the consistency of that list over time. I would hate to think that the list has evolved into what you're suggesting, um, but, you know. I mean, think about what it. Are like, you, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> do? It's just the, one uh, of those <laughs> things. The only
0: guy that's that's broken this theory is is Don Papin Garcia. He, and he was, like, a few years later. And I think every once in a while they let a guy into the club. they let a
3: guy into well, the country but club. Think, but you have to – I don't I don't think you're – if you really look at the list, La Flor Dominicana worked very hard to be included. Oh, uh, well, Class of the 90s, uh, wait, man. First, class of the 90s. First
2: of all, let it be said, Michael, that we are not bashing any of these cigars. No, no, no. no, 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 these, good no. Cigars. these are all amazing cigars. Right. There's absolutely Understood. no question about Alec
0: that. Alec Bradley. Class yeah. of the '90s, right?
2: Keeps All right. going. Very interesting theory, Jordan. I, 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 Jordan came up with this like three weeks ago, and I've been thinking about it ever since. And it's 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 pretty interesting. All right, uh, fill in the blanks. Now this this one, Michael, could take a sentence or two for you to for you to oh finish. Boy. A legal battle erupts in the cigar industry when blank. When blank a legal a legal <laughs> a legal battle erupts in the cigar industry when blank
3: like within between and among the industry or yes.
2: <laughs> like right I'll, I'll give you a little example of what's going on right now you've got the whole Cohiba battle which is um You know, a battle of a a trademark battle. So it's something in that.
0: And a CAO
2: battle. Yeah, you got the CAO X and uh, Fuente battle. Like, these things occasionally rear their heads. Do you have a uh, prognostication for maybe, you know, something that might break out in 2023?
3: See, uh, this isn't like among industry, but I do think this is going to come into play at some point. Um, is this idea of the shadow ban. Mm. We as an industry are being shadow banned, like very clearly being shadow banned Come across on, social media. Okay. And, and that's now been certainly revealed to a degree yes. with some of this Twitter stuff. Right. But, you know, I mean, we, every one of us, you included, have seen engagement shift dramatically on certain platforms kind of overnight when right. all of a sudden it was determined that this can't be engaged. But we have crypto, we have alcohol, we have all these things that continue to be engaged and amplified, and yet our simple thing can't be. So I, I do wonder if, as social media becomes more mainstream, uh, if there becomes this real kind of First Amendment freedom fight for our ability to use these mainstream platforms, even though they're privately owned, uh, in the same manner that everyone else can for legal products. To me, there is a there is a legal battle to fight there. Uh, right. But in the meantime, I assume it would just be um, Fuente suing anyone with an X in their name?
2: <laughs> uh, uh, now, a couple quick points there. Um, as you know, we developed the DojoVerse strictly because we got um, banned from being on Apple's platform, and so yes. um, in a way that was a blessing in disguise. Because now uh, the Dojo can we can do whatever we want with the DojoVerse, which is great. We have some freedom yes. there. But I'm going to answer this question, Jordan. I'll see what you think. A legal battle erupts in the cigar industry when Juan Cancel sues Kevin Kithen for allowing him to break his foot on the on his one wheel. <laughs> On his skateboard thing. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about that? Uh, that could, that could Phenomenal. happen. Phenomenal. That could happen. It's possible. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. All right, let's move to the next one, which is a great um, segue, by the way. And that is kind Segway. of, is kind of a segue. <laughs> what? It was kind of a segue <laughs> A also. segue segue. It's a segue segue. All right, here you go. Uh, fill in the blanks, Michael. Juan Cancel announces the blank to be his newest cigar line. <laughs>
3: First of all, can we, first of all, let me just—I've known Juan since he was a cop and a consumer, and he is, for years, my favorite success story was Lito Gomez. I loved his story of starting from nothing and building his business, and my my most recent favorite success story is Juan because he went all in, takes it seriously, yeah. and he works his ass off. Um, the new line would have to be phenomenal. I have time. Yes. You, phenomenal. He has phenomenal. That's oh, it. I mean, it would, I it love would have that. to be. I oh, like that. That's perfect.
2: Somebody somebody, get Juan on the horn. and. This
1: and is the uh, greatest night let of our let life. Him know,
2: let him know. that, that that's, a great, that's a great answer. Uh, good job on that one. All right. Uh, this one's really topical. We're really getting topical here. All right. Fill in the blanks. Terrence Riley announces blank agonorsa leaf lines will have updated branding in 2025 (laughs) now now just so you know just so you know michael this has become a real a real arguing point between media guys like some guys are just driven crazy because there's so many rebrands going on and then there's guys like me who say Good job, Terrence. you you this this is what should it should well, be done. I,
0: I was on board this whole time until this year he starts rebranding things that he already rebranded.
3: Like
2: he <laughs> no, got, got other ones you that, can rebrand. That Come is on. not true. <laughs> Anyways, this is just a number. This is just a number. How many How many are left? <laughs> I don't
0: I don't know. I don't like know.
2: Twenty. Well there's hey, <laughs>
0: wait, maybe he comes out with
2: a new line. It's called the rebranded. Oh <laughs> yeah, cause, yeah. I mean rebrand. he could rebrand um, no. I mean we don't. We don't know. He could go. He could go back and start rebranding other ones.
3: That, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't what? even. I lost track of how many. Four. 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 Okay. <laughs> I'm just number. thinking of the work. I've, I've done a rebrand. It's not easy. You need plus lead times, printing. But four.
0: That's a respectable number. That is.
2: That is a good over and under number. I, I think I would. I think I would bet on. I think I would bet on the under. I'm going to bet on the under on that, Jordan. What are you going to bet on?
3: Yeah.
2: Go on. Yeah. All right. These Maximum really like- four.
3: Right, maximum it.
2: All right, this is the last. This is the last one. Fill in the blanks. This is a. Oh, this I'm just a, getting started now. This is one that is a bit of a tongue twister for me. Michael Herklotz forms a rock band with himself on the drums, along with guitar players blank and blank, and singer blank. The band will be named blank.
0: <laughs> Blankety blank blank.
2: So, so we're looking for we're looking for three bandmates essentially. Three bandmates. And a band name, and a singer. By the way, if you don't know, Michael is killer drummer. There's a lot of good drummers in the industry. We talked about this on the last show. There's a lot of good drummers in the industry. I don't, I don't know about a lot others. of great musicians. Yeah. So, so we need, we need two musicians to join you. We need a singer and we need a band name. Industry. Yes, got to be industry guys.
3: All right. Well, Matt, Matt Booth and P. Johnson. Oh the yes. Problem is, the problem is they're both bass players. Oh. But this this band is going to suck anyway. It's going to and... have a lot of bass. Ace <laughs> of bass, bass. So I, listen, I like this drum and bass. Yes. Two, we got okay. So Pete, Pete and Matt for sure. Yes, that's that's amazing. I
2: didn't even think of those guys on guitar. I don't and know bass I
3: guitar that. is a guitar. So technically. Yes, absolutely. That it is. Yeah, totally counts. Okay, now I need a singer. You need a singer bass in your face you know god i don't even know who sings i don't know who sings no the 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 band has to be like uh gringo loco or something <laughs> has to has to gringo you know
2: <laughs> gringo loco does rafael Rafael nadal sing or does he just play piano
0: i say you go girl singer
3: mm. so yeah but he's is. not a gringo yeah he's he's not a gringo we okay. need a gringo yeah. We would have that, to hold auditions. I think uh, we'd have to hold auditions for the singer. Do you okay. sing, Jordan? Do you sing? You have a nice voice. Do you sing? Do I sing? No. No. I'm, no. No. You're hired. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, You know, I'll tell you a funny story. We did years, I mean, 2011, 12, something like that. Back when Twitter was it, there were these tweet-ups. Do you remember the tweet-ups?
2: Yeah, right, right, right.
3: And there was one year where we were in Chattanooga and we did a tweet up and I played drums and Matt played bass mm-hmm. and do you know Gordon Crippen? No. Gordon, he used, he, he had, uh, he had a brand. Didn't he own Dissident? Wasn't he one of the first Dissident guys? Nah. So man, many people have owned so Dissident. So many, too, yeah, but, uh, I lost uh, track of all the, of the owners <laughs> of that brand. He was a retailer also, but he mm-hmm. rapped oh. and it was just me and Matt playing a groove and he rapped, and he was awesome, wow. and he's a gringo. So I'm going to grab Gordon, Okay. and we're going to do two basses, drums, and Gordon raps, and we might hold auditions anyway just to see who comes out.
2: And Gringo Loco is the name of the band.
3: Gr- it has to be, doesn't it? Gringo
2: Loco. Now, I, you know what? It, this is great because I, re- like Adam and the Ants, when that band came out, they had two drummers. Now, you're, yeah. y- you're breaking the boundaries here because... Not two drummers, but two bass players. I think this there's some must have been done before there's some meat on this on these bones, you know? I think I like this idea. Mm.
0: And you could have at least three drummers considering all the guys in the industry. Yeah? Three drummers, two bass players.
3: No, but this is my fucking band. Here. Oh yeah! yeah so yeah. there's only there's only one drummer.
2: All right, uh, that was fill in the blanks with Michael Herklotz. Very well done, Michael. Fantastic. Um, you filled in those blanks, baby. You filled in those blanks. Do we, do we have do we have four, five, maybe six well, there, uh, resolutions to pick from?
0: There was some question that mm-hmm. I was
2: gonna that oh.
0: some that somebody had that I wanted to get at you. All right. Uh, it might be lost.
3: Well, way to go. By the way, oh, Sensei, are you in, are you enjoying that Elegancia? Oh God,
2: yes! It's incredible. It's like uh, it's everything that I want in a cigar. I'm I'm a big I'm a big Connecticut cigar lover. Like, I which is mind-boggling to me because when I first started smoking cigars, I pretty much only smoked Maduro's, but nowadays I, I love a good Connecticut, and and this just it hits on every level. It's absolutely so- phenomenal.
0: Sean Albers had a question for you. He says uh, about stems and veins in a cigar. We always get a cigar that's plugged from time to time and tend to pull out a nice-sized stem or vein. People say it's put there to hold everything together, and other people say it's laziness on the part of the torcedor, and it's quality issue. There's even people that, out there that say it adds flavor and whatnot. What's your take on this?
3: Okay, this is simple. the The vein isn't put there. The vein is attached to the leaf. So the uh, picture leaf, right? Kind of zeppelin shaped. And then you have a center vein going straight through the, the center. Two-thirds of that center vein is removed from the stalk side. So the, 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 the thickest part of the vein that's attached to um, the, the stalk of the plant. That piece of the vein through about two-thirds towards the tip is removed. And then about one-third of the vein remains from the tip side of the leaf headed back down towards the stalk. That vein must be there for two reasons. Number one, that vein is a fulcrum around which the, the leaf itself is um, is rolled, twisted, entubado, fanfold however you do it, the first step is generally a fold on that vein. And then those leaves are then put together and stacked on, on each other. Uh, but, the, but the vein is a fundamental part of the leaf and it must be there. The other role the vein plays is once the bunch is, is composed and it's put into a mold and put into a press, and then those leaves are are condensed in the press. If there was no vein, then you would have no ability to draw through this pancake of leaves. So the vein also preserves channels through which you can draw. Without a vein, there is no ability to draw. It's an impossibility. So the vein has to be there. Where, there, where veins become problematic are twofold. One is if you have a blend that is using a high percentage of lehero. obviously the higher on the plant, the smaller the leaf the, the leaf, the thicker the leaf, the thicker the leaf, the thicker the vein. So that remaining piece, even though it is the thinnest portion of the vein, it can still be thick in a thick leaf. And so Then you have to try and get those leaves thoughtfully placed in the bunch, Um, and what can happen is you can have two veins that end up on top of each other or close to each other, and rather than preserving those channels, they end up restricting the the channel. So by removing a vein, you're basically creating a channel through which you can draw. but it is it is an absolute critical part of a blend. Now, I can tell you that I've never experienced thoughtful flavor that I can um, equate to a vein because I've removed enough veins while smoking and it has not diminished flavor. And, and obviously the opposite. It enhances flavor because it increases your ability to draw it increases the ability for combustion, and therefore the the flavor is, is better. But the vein must be there, and this idea of you know, it's it's one of the few photos I just cringe at because it <laughs> it it it, it's, it, from, <laughs> it? it it stems from get it it stems from um, a lack of fundamental one hundred one knowledge. And this is not meant to be a criticism for asking the question. I appreciate that question being asked. The vein must be there. Every single cigar that draws great has veins in it, All every right. single one of them.
2: Now, now here's where you get to correct me and I look like the dummy, okay? But aren't we really talking about the stem? Because you have a stalk, you have a stem to the leaf, and then you have veins that come out of the stem. Or, or are those just interchangeable terms?
3: Okay, that's actually a great point, point. Um, and I don't know. I don't know how interchangeable those terms are. Okay. Um, but theoretically, you're you're right. So you've got that that center vein. That's which would the be stem. stem. Right. Yep. Uh, and stem is is actually the correct word. I mean, that's what's used. We you you don't de-vein... A leaf, right. you destem the leaf right. and you put it in a stemming machine when you do wrapper and binder. So I think so what stem the, is I think correct. what
2: the I think what the what the guy was asking what was his name, Jordan? I, I don't want to say that guy.
3: Oh it right, doesn't matter.
2: It's uh, I, good really point. a stem issue. It's a great question. But he's he I think what he's probably Sha- Sean is probably referring to yeah. the stem. And and there's a stem you
0: know, I, I do think that some guys get a little too obsessed with this. Like yeah. They're looking for there to be stems and they're constantly picking at the head of the cigar like unless it's just obnoxious. And and,
2: and then it just gets to Michael's point is that stem has to be there like those stems basically keep it from being a short filler cigar, right? I mean, <laughs> right. The, the stem is what makes it a long filler cigar. It's a it's a leaf other than the, the two thirds that they remove either with a machine or with their hand when they kind of roll it backwards.
3: So filler filler is only removed by hand. The 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 stemming machine is to give you one half and the other half, which gotcha. is okay, specifically right. wrapper binder. Good. You have to leave one third of filler. But look, here's the here's the elegancy I was just smoking, which was smoking perfectly.
2: Oh, here we go, Pete. Destroyed it. And look at this. This is this is good stuff. By the way, Matt, I need some more bourbon. This show's running long. I need more bourbon. Bring me that new
3: riff. There we go. Here's, Thank you. Okay. Here's stem. Okay. Right?
2: Okay, yeah. And that was
3: go. that was folded. Here's one half and the other half. So that's keeping Around that together. Right. Now obviously it goes into the mold, goes into a press and, and can start to break and apart. And there there are little
2: veins that come off of that. Little tiny smaller
3: of veins. Of course. Right. Capillaries, one might say. Uh <laughs> So those those sort of capillaries never affect. You, th- th- that's nothing that you that you feel on your with your tongue. Right. What we're talking about specifically, better word is stem. Here's another vein stem here. And it it must it must be there. So every cigar you smoke that draws perfectly that you love has uh, has stems. And for as many filler leaves as there are, there is a corresponding stem, and if you remove that stem in the bunching process, you will have a cigar that does not perform. Gotcha.
2: Very well. I, I that, that was, was great. Excellent. Thank we should you. Have
3: had a
0: like an
2: expert class. Session Thank yeah that show. that was like a TED talk. Yeah, tit-tub. essentially. Um, <laughs> all right, Jordan. Do we do, do we have some resolutions I, that uh, yeah. Michael can? Um, Michael, you're gonna pick. You're gonna pick one of these. You can pick it for whatever reason you want. It could be funny. It could be interesting. It could be touching. It could be heartwarming. Whatever. Let's pick one. Let's give away this box of. Uh, I'm of just dogma. gonna
0: cruise through these because I picked a whole bunch. I don't know, you know, off the top of my head which ones are good and which ones aren't. So I'm all just right. gonna go through them. Okay. Uh, Ron Gray Wolf, uh, resolution: Teach a remedial reading class for Dojo so we can all enjoy. Oh,
2: enjoy. Uh, good job, Ron.
0: Yeah, John Marzell is in the same vein. Resolution, I promise to have better, more meaningful posts. <laughs> Thank you, John. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, God. Mike Haken. What did I start?
0: Order every drink on the Starbucks menu. Ooh, wow. now
2: that's a bizarre. That's bizarre, That yeah. is a bizarre resolution. <laughs> I but, love it. All right. Very well.
0: Uh, Evan uh, Cahoe. Says, actually, drink every time Juan makes a toast.
2: Ooh, if you That'd haven't, be tough. if you haven't done do that it. already, what are you doing?
0: Yeah, you should do it.
2: He's Juan Cancel, obviously, he's referring to you there. All right, that's good. Quinn
0: loads. Start dressing as dapper as herclots. Oh, there's no
2: suck up. There's no possible way that's <laughs> happening. There's no possible way that
1: that'll ever happen.
2: <laughs> i can't i can't even i can't even come close to that let alone quinn jeez barry Carhart. i mean come on
0: barry only drink bourbon six days a week
2: oh well, that's pretty good barry barry that's not a bad resolution we we we're, we're praying for you <laughs> all right
0: uh, Stephen moses uh, to only smoke cigars on days of the week to end in letter y mm. oh yeah very good uh, steven I'm no, I'm going. <laughs> Connor, Connor, bring less scotch and more bourbon to the dojo. Uh-huh. Also, maybe get some pants. Ah. ah, I plan on failing at both.
2: That's that's good. That's good.
0: Chad to Chad to finish the rest of the cans of Randy's horrible pick of the pre mixed cocktails, cucumber cutwater gin and tonic. Oh God,
2: drink. you poor, wow. you poor bastard, Chad. Yeah. That's rough. <laughs> All right. Mike
0: Harvey after a decade of being a member finally make it out to a dojo event
2: okay you should you should Mike we'd love to have you
0: Mark Burns for 2023 is the lobby of the good people of the dojo and make them an offer they can't refuse to move the show and the dojo studios to the northeast quick question do you own a horse MS
2: do I own a horse <laughs> do I look like I own a horse the only experience I have with a horse was I was about I was about 12 years old, and my best friend, he was part of like this horse club, right, Michael? You know, where you go and you ride horses. It's called Western Ears. You guys know what I'm talking about? Anyways, I. He's, Do I look
3: like a fucking horse guy? Christian I know, else? right.
2: And so I, I, he's like, You gotta come with me. You gotta come up with me. I, I, I'm gonna be riding these horses. It's gonna be great. I go up there. Within the first five minutes, a horse sneezes on my arm, and there's there's literally a, a booger the, the size of a rope just just. Going down my arm. That was the last. That was the last. That was the last I will ever be around a horse. So, no, I do not own a horse. But thank you for asking.
0: Uh, <laughs> Ron Greywolf uh, changed my name to somebody since Master Sensei said that somebody would win the box of sun grown Dog.
2: Oh, very clever. Very clever. Is that it? Joshua Rivas. Oh, I've been
0: diagnosed with. Uh, congestive heart failure right. it's 50 50 and i have another three years my goal is to lose 40 pounds exercise daily and beat those odds all right here's joshua. To another great 10 years i
2: just for that alone joshua i cannot give you this because that would not go good with your condition so
0: cameron lochner i resolve to exercise more eat better and quit smoking cigars okay i'll exercise more and eat better okay i'll exercise more ah uh, i resolved to not jaywalk <laughs> oh
2: very clever all right, very clever, very clever. Um, I think that's good. That's what we got. That's what we got. What do you? Is there any of those that struck your fancy, Michael Herklotz?
3: <clears throat> yes. Uh, the the runner up was the dress more dapper. Mm. I Quinn? appreciate that a lot. Quinn, let's Could go to Quinn real
2: quick it? in the studio, Quinn. Uh, let's just check his let's check his outfit tonight. Nice tapper. Uh, Quinn.
1: Uh, that's, yeah!
2: that's you're you're on the right path, buddy. So it's not a long shot. Carhartt yeah.
0: all the way, baby. If that's you can, that's if
2: you runner get, up. If you can get a carhartt blazer and a Carhartt tie, <laughs> you you might have a chance.
3: All right. Solid runner up. Um, solid runner um, up. but the yeah. winner is um, to make it to an event. Ah because nice. as as great as the dojo verse is, and that it brings us all together. Nothing beats being in person and being able to have that level of fellowship and community face-to-face and shake hands and enjoy cigars together. I think that was Mike that said that one.
2: Yeah, we'll figure that out. Uh, Somebody that wanted to make it. Wait, uh, Matt, did you? He's been a member for 10 years. And he wants to make it out to a dojo event. So
3: yeah, was it Mike Harvey? Uh, that, that is, that's not was, that sound,
2: oh. was, it, was yeah. it Mike Harvey? We'll
0: see. Hold <laughs> on, hold, on. hold on. I don't see it anymore. <laughs> we'll figure that out.
3: We'll figure. We we know. Yes, we, I think it was. I, I wrote it down. Yeah, okay. I wrote down Mike Harvey. So I'm pretty sure that was it. Congratulations. But I think that's a that is a real admirable uh, goal.
2: Very admirable. And and by the way, thanks to everybody playing. Uh,
3: yes, it was Mike
2: Harvey. Uh, uh, Michael, before we wrap up the show, shut
0: up, everyone!
2: <laughs> before,
0: Seventeen of these things to get through.
2: Before we wrap up the show, uh, do you have any goals or plans, uh, personally and or otherwise, for this coming year?
3: Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I certainly want to make it into markets that I haven't made it into since we launched. Nice. So there's about three markets left. That I haven't been out with the rep and and got to ride with them, so that's on my list. Was trying to solve for that in the first quarter. Um, <clears throat> that's certainly a big one. My my other one is is really just to uh, you know we're we're fourteen months into this into this project being in market, and uh, and you know what what I really need to figure out how to do. Um, better is to is to create the community of fans that love our brands, but more importantly, to instill in them um, the collective confidence to brag about their affection for our brand, because that really is what builds brands, and and we see it on the Dojoverse every day. I mean, I'm so appreciative every time I log in to see people posting with thumbs up, even posting with thumbs down. I mean, thank God there aren't too many of those, but when I see it, I always try and comment, you know, what happened and what was your experience and, and so I can learn something from it. Uh, but, you know, too often now, we, we only post things that we think we have the social permission to post. Because it's the thing that's going to get the most likes or the most comments or the you know the big me too rah rah, uh, but we're not we're not there yet, and I'm confident that we will be, and how we get there is to just instill that level of confidence uh, in in consumers to to be willing to brag about their love for Ferry Otego. So I'm, I don't quite know how to do it other than to continue to, to do things like this. Um, but, uh, you know, that's a, that's a big goal of mine. Very nice. Uh-oh. And and yeah. to make it to your studio live. <laughs> yes. So we can do this in person. That that I'm be, tired of the Zoom shit. I, I hate having these things in my ears. I need a, se- I need a setup. There's another resolution. I need, like, oh. a microphone, some headphones. Let me add that to my list, too. All
2: right. Very well. Very well done. Hey, Michael, uh... We can't thank you enough for taking the time, especially uh, this time of year. Tomorrow's tomorrow is New Year's Eve. Jordan and I are heading to the mountains. Oh, We're yeah. going to spend some time up in the uh, up in the mountains with the family. It's going to be a blast. But uh, thank you so much for uh, being here on a Friday night, my friend.
3: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it, and and I'm so grateful to this community for being uh, such advocates for our brand. Your your posts. Um, really uh, offer a lot of encouragement and, and reassurance that that we're, we're doing things right and uh, the future is bright for us. So I'm, I'm grateful to this group.
2: Absolutely. Uh, don't go away, Michael. I want to talk to you for just a second after the show. But folks, uh, Wednesday night, uh, Flavor Odyssey returns. It's an all new um, segment where we're going to be uh, Robbie and Randy will be delving into American cigars. Now, Jordan, these are either uh, America, uh, cigars that are made in America or cigars that have American tobacco. And the first one that we're going to be trying to find a perfect pairing for is the Florida Sun Grown. Uh, so if if you can, grab yourself an FSG and uh, a, a drink pairing that you think would go well with that. And that's what we will do on Wednesday night. Um, next Friday, a week from tonight, we I'm not sure if we'll have a Smoke my Live or not because we are preparing... For cigar of the Year, which will be the week after that. January 13th we'll be announcing uh, this year's 2022 Cigar of the Year, which we are gearing up for, arguing about, arm wrestling about in the studio here with Scott and everybody else. It's going to be awesome in a couple weeks, but as far as tonight goes, it's Friday night. It's the last Friday night herf of 2022. So grab your favorite cigar, check into it on the Dojoverse, grab a drink, show us what you're drinking, do some hashtag now playing. We're going to have fun all night tonight on thedojoverse.com. Until next show, remember, never never smoke smoke alone. alone. We'll see you guys next time. The Monte Cristo
0: 1935 Nicaragua was one of the most highly rated cigars of the year. Expertly crafted by legendary blenders Rafael Nadal and A.J. Fernandez, this cigar was blended to celebrate the 85th anniversary of the Monte Cristo line. It is hand-rolled using all-age Nicaraguan tobaccos exclusively from A.J.'s farm. This bold cigar is bursting with rich notes of chocolate, leather, a dash of spice, and a smooth, creamy finish. Enjoy one of the finest cigars of the year right now at jrcigars.com.